Welcome to the PCOS Girls Podcast. I'm Bridget Warren, founder of PCOS to Wellness and creator of Sisterhood and Mamahood Teas. And I'm Melissa Christie, founder of PCOS Pathways and creator of the PCOS Journal. And guys, we are not doctors. We are just two women with PCOS who love reading about it, talking about it, writing about it, basically just oversharing about it. (laughs) So we recommend you find a health practitioner you love to support you on your journey. In the meantime, this podcast is all about how we have gone from hormonal messes to motherhood, the simple changes we've made to improve our PCOS and the ups and the downs of living with this complex condition. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the PCOS Girls podcast. I'm Mel and I'm here with Bridge. Hi. 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 Um, Today we're going to talk all about zinc and signs that you have a zinc deficiency. And Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I read this and I thought, me. It's me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, we were just talking about it and Mm. I honestly to this day still think that I'm trying to replenish my zinc stores after being on the pill for 10 years Mm. like I still think even though I've been off it now for what eight years that is it eight years no maybe not quite I don't even know six years (laughs) but I still think that I'm still constantly like having to top up my zinc Mm, so interesting and that's also what they're saying is that the reason why one of the biggest reasons why so many people with PCOS have a zinc deficiency is apparently because so many of us get put on the pill and it depletes mm-hmm. our zinc stores. So, so interesting. It makes sense. Oh, complete sense, along with yeah. all the other nutrients that depletes, but we won't go into that. <laughs> no, <laughs> true. Um, we didn't really talk about this. Are we going to do a little catch up? What's been going on Ooh, in your world? Catch up, catch up. Um, I've been going, I went bridesmaid dress shopping on the weekend. Oh, exciting. Finally picked a dress for my sister's wedding, which is oh, very great. exciting. What colour is it? Oh, God, it's going to sound I went out with friends friends yesterday and they were like, so what did you get? And I was explaining it and I could see the look on their faces being like, this sounds horrific. So, But it's not, I promise. I promise it's not. So it's actually from Rachel Valance, Rebecca Rebecca Valance, (laughs) um, which is an Australian designer, but it's it's gorgeous. It sounds gross, but it's basically got long sleeves and then it's got like a V-neck. Um, and then it goes into like a little mini dress. <laughs> Sounds so gross. <laughs> and it's like metallic color, like metallic small. color. Okay, unexpected, unexpected, <laughs> but not necessarily bad. I, I bet it's amazing. Oh, it's I not just... a traditional bridesmaid dress because it's not a traditional wedding, so it's yeah. fine. But um, and I'm also the only like girl like female in the bridal party because okay. my sister and my my brother is like also on my sister's bridal party and then my sister's girlfriend and her two brothers so okay. there's, oh, there's cool. only me so I'm the only so I could okay. kind of wear whatever you can wear what you want you know and so when you say metallic like what metal <laughs> <laughs> is it um, silver is it gold like what oh, are we looking at it's, here it's gonna sound even grosser when I explain is it this. gun it's, metal it's kind of kind of <laughs> probably the closest it's like that dark deep gray with like tones of purple through it i know know. what i reckon it's gonna be amazing i have i I think that you wouldn't pick something gross i reckon well it's it's also i believe in you you know what i mean like i well it was like we worked together it was a team effort um but like she sort of narrowed some things down i went Mm -hmm. and tried them on 
and then sort of reported back with my favorite. Okay. And so basically, and I went once shopping with my sister and we found nothing. Mm -hmm. And then we went, I went back again to Chadston on the weekend, which is like the really big shopping center here. And I made poor Jesse come along with the kids and they were hating every second of it. But well, Jesse actually loves fashion. So he was loving it. The kids were not loving it, but I tried on one of the options and Jesse said to me, um, that looks like an eighties prom dress. Oh. And I was like, okay, well that's a definite no now. Like that's definitely out. So it was down to like one other one. <laughs> that's what I've got. So look, it's going to be great, but that's basically what I have been doing. <laughs> Immersed in, in yes. wedding dresses and Immersing bride How about you? What's going on? What's going on with me? Um, just been in school holiday mode, mm-hmm. um, getting back into it. Oh, well, Matt and I just, it's not actually been the day yet, but we just celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary. What? I know. You've been married for 10 years? We've been married for 10 years. That's wild. I know. I know. This is why I say we got married so young, but I didn't realise it at the time. How was, young? We were, well, we were 26, but now knowing that's been 10 years, I'm like, oh, we were really young. Wow. <laughs> 10 years is a long time to be married when you're only 36, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a long time to me. That is, um, but it was the best. Like it actually is the 19th of October when... It's on, but this was the only weekend my parents could have the kids and mm-hmm. they had the kids for two nights. First time that that has happened since before we had Elma. So oh, that my was, God, that's like a dream. I mean, we had like a full day, like a, oh my a God, morning I can't even, through dinner. I yes. cannot fathom. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, just dream of it. Dream of when your day comes. Oh, um, nice. It was, was really, it really nice? special. It was and were the kids so fine? Nice. The kids were great. They were yeah. totally fine. They slept super well. And we, but we, we decided to stay home for the weekend. We mm. thought that will actually be really nice to just be home and like be able to. Oh, so you didn't what, go anywhere. You just stayed home. We didn't go anywhere, which oh, we would, wow. we would always go somewhere. Mm. That's always what we do. But mm. no, we stayed home and we, this is going to sound really weird, but we like tried to set up our like. <laughs> oh God. What? Um, <laughs> a sex swing? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would make a lot more sense for the celebration of 10 years of, wed- of marriage. But no, we set up um, being able to pump water from our river to our tank. <laughs> oh, my God. If you could see my face right now. So it's like romantic. The waters, that, is like, that is just not what I would want to spend my child-free weekend doing. But sure, like, you do you, Mouse. You do you. <laughs> I know, but do you know what? Like... I don't know if you've ever noticed this with Jesse, but something that I love and we honestly rarely do it mm. is having like a shared project. Yeah. Like it's very nice, I think, for any relationship, like yeah. any friendship or with your kids or with your partner. And we just, I mean, we're in severe like water shortage up here. We're mm, about to terrifying. embark on like the driest, hottest summer Ugh, we've had in years so and so scared about it. Mm. And we've had three bushfires around our property within the last couple of months. One what? of them was even in winter. The closest one was less than a kilometre away. Oh, that's and really scary. Yeah, and so we're like, okay, we need to actually sort out our water. Yeah, like, like this is this is actually a non-negotiable. Yeah, this is a non-negotiable. Yeah. Plus, we were just really excited. Like we love the idea Yay. of being able to have water. <laughs> <laughs> and what a treat. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, plus, Ooh. it meant that like we would be down at the river and go swimming and have a really nice time. That's nice. With, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Mind you, it didn't work. We couldn't oh. get the pump to work. <laughs> what does that mean? You have no water. We we didn't manage to pump it, but we think we know the problem now, and we're going to finish it this week. So it was a little bit of a anticlimax, but. It's okay. Mm. We're just like not professional pump people slash not experienced. And we really, just, I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and we just felt like it's going to be fine. Like it's not working because of something really simple that we just don't yeah. understand. And I think that's the case. So, so it's not like a yeah not, da- super damage something. No, yeah. Well, no, that's no. good. That's that's <laughs> yeah. definitely a positive. Oh, you should definitely get that sorted uh, out though. That I know. Seems like no. a, yeah. <laughs> That's but, a now uh, thing. That's definitely yeah, a now thing. Yeah, it's definitely a now thing. Mm. But that's how we celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary. Well, I'm glad. So romantic. <laughs> so Did beautiful. you do dinner or something? Uh, just at home. Mm-hmm. Great, <laughs> yeah. great. We also went for, like, walks in the night, which was really oh, fun. Like walks night, in the night? Yeah, through the bush. <laughs> oh, that's <so> scary. <laughs> it was. We went one direction oh, and there was a noise and I made us turn around and go back home. Oh, my God. God, this is, a, this is a great date, great date weekend. Did you sleep in? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, quite a lot actually, around like 8.30. Ooh. It's pretty Bougie. good, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like to anyone without kids that would be like nothing but. Um, 8.30 is great. 8.30 was really Especially great. if you slept all the way to 8.30. Yeah, slept all the way to Yeah, see, that is like, wow. <laughs> so nice. Love that for you. Yeah, it was a very, like, loved up weekend. We were in bliss, like, the whole time. Oh, my God, that is so cute. Yeah. I want a weekend. I want a loved up weekend. Uh, <laughs> it'll come your way. <laughs> One day. Anyway, let's get all to right, the zinc. let's do this. Okay. As a big thank you for listening to our little podcast and for being a part of our very special PCOS Girls community, we've created a discount code that you guys can use for any of our products. Head to PCOSToWellness.com for Bridget's products or PCOSPathways.com for my products and enter in the code PCOSGirls15 for 15% off. That's PCOSGIRLS15. Love you guys. So we kind of, well, you've got this great little list of all these little signs Mm. that we can pick up on um, that can indicate some zinc deficiency. And then I've got a list of ways that it just really ties in with PCOS. Yeah, it's Mm. it's going to be, this is going to be really helpful, I think, to people. So so. I've got... Yeah, so I've got a couple, well, some really good signs and I guess symptoms that are pretty good indicators that you're not getting enough zinc and that there's definitely worth looking into. Um, and so I'm going to reel off those. And then, as you said, Mel, like you're going to go into the more specifics around yep. PCOS, which I think is going to be so helpful to everyone. But here's a little checklist of things to take note of in yourself that perhaps might be going on that is a really good indicator that you're probably not getting enough zinc. So the first one can be a loss of appetite. Mm-hmm. And that can also include changes in your taste and your smell as well. So that might mm-hmm. be why it puts you off eating because you're not, it's not tasting the same or smelling the same. Um, another one is diarrhea. If you're having mm-hmm. diarrhea quite often, mm-hmm. hair loss, obviously, hirsutism and acne, really common. Um, hormonal imbalances, particularly if you have like a low thyroid or low progesterone, they're pretty, you know, often linked. And I think, Mel, you're going to talk a little mm-hmm. bit more about um that thyroid. as well, the thyroid mm. side of things. Mm. A weak immune system is really common when you have low zinc. So it's, mm-hmm. if you're constantly getting sick, I would absolutely be looking into zinc as a possible factor. 
brain fog. Brain fog mm. is a huge one, and I don't <laughs> think many people relate. Brain. I think no. I think brain fog gets swept under the rug so often because we just kind of assume that that's what we should be dealing with. Like we're tired or Mm. we're not getting enough sleep. So we just like attribute all of that to why we're getting brain fog. But actually, Mm. usually there's some nutritional deficiencies going on um, and zinc is one of them. Mm. Unexplained weight loss loss can be another one, which I think is Mm. really interesting. And that can be for a couple of reasons. One might be because you've had a loss of appetite. Another can be just because your body isn't processing nutrients correctly and a few other things going on. Low libido, that's another really big mm, one. So Poor interesting. wound healing. So that's yep. another really big one. So if you get a scratch or something and it's taking you longer than two weeks to heal, really look into that because that is mm. almost always a zinc deficiency. Mm. Fatigue, another big one. Digestive issues. And this is like not really relevant, but developmental delays in children can also be um, an indicator as well. That's so interesting. And even as a mum, I find that really interesting because I've just noticed the kids have had these like wounds on them that have taken mm. really long to heal. And mm-hmm. I've I've really noticed it. It's just been recent. I've been like, huh, there's something going on there. Like yep. that's, they're little kids. They should be healing up super really fast. Quick. Yeah. yeah, definitely looking to zinc. And I actually so remember I had this as a kid when I first went vegetarian. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. And my mum actually pointed it out to me because she mm. was a nutritionist and she said, "Your this should be healed by now. Like this shouldn't mm. be like this. And, and then that's when I really started to take note of my diet because another thing that's really linked to zinc deficiency is like a vegan and vegetarian diet. Yeah. So something to take into consideration there as well if you don't eat a lot of meat and you're not really looking at what other food sources you're getting zinc from mm-hmm. to make sure you're looking at like if you're getting enough zinc or if you need to supplement as well. Yep, such a good point. I feel like there's quite a lot of listeners who are who are vegan or plant-based, vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had um just a couple mm. of other factors as well that could mm. actually affect your absorption of zinc. Mm-hmm. So one of them was obviously, you know, vegan and vegetarian, plant-based, all that kind of thing. If you've had gastrointestinal surgery as well, they say mm. that that can be linked to not being able to absorb zinc very well. Right. Being on hormonal birth control, <laughs> that's a huge one. So if you're ding, on ding, ding. the pill, it's very likely that you are low in zinc or deficient in zinc. Um, leaky gut syndrome, it's going to make it really hard for you to absorb that zinc. If you drink a lot of alcohol, that's another one. And also this is obviously much rarer, but uh, people with sickle cell anemia as well, that can really affect your ability to uptake zinc. Okay, so interesting. So much to consider. And actually, you were just telling me something before the podcast about if you think you might be zinc deficient, mm. what you can do. I think you should throw that in right All now. Right. It's so so I think people get really like, they're like, how do I even find out if I've got zinc? And then we always think, oh, I've got to go get a blood test and I've got to book it in and blah, blah, blah. But guys, there is an extremely simple way that you can go and test if you are deficient in zinc and it's not pleasant, but it is good. <laughs> so, and I This is honestly life-altering for me. Yeah, I'm so it's, excited it's about so this. It's so helpful and I remember it so vividly as a child because my dad was a <laughs> pharmacist and obviously this is when they thought I might be zinc deficient. They bought home this stuff. It's actually called zinc sulfate and you can just get it from your local pharmacy you just say I'm just wanting to test my zinc levels and you can even buy it off Amazon like a zinc testing kit all it is is it's a liquid you put it in your mouth you hold it in your mouth I can't remember if you swallow it or not but I don't think you do um and essentially 
if you can taste a metallic taste in your mouth straight away, it means that you are likely not zinc deficient. There's no issues going on there. However, if you put that liquid in your mouth and you can't taste it, it is very likely you're deficient in zinc. Oh, my God. So mm. good. It's so simple and so, <laughs> so easy. easy. I really want to do this today. Like I, yeah. I'm so keen. <laughs> and even if you do it and it takes like, it's like not instant, like you don't instantaneously oh, yeah. taste it. Um, that just means you might be low in zinc. So again, it could mm-hmm. be worthwhile supplementing because you're, you are low in it, you know? Yep. So it's just, it's such a simple, easy yeah. test. It's so cheap. Like it, uh, I can't even, like I, I'm actually going to go buy one today and um, I'm going to film it and I will actually show you guys like how you do it, but it's mm-hmm. so easy, so cheap. And a, a really like you could do those throughout the year and just like monitor using levels. Yeah. I feel like I want the kids to do it too. If it's age appropriate for them. Maybe Definitely. Not. Might I not think be there might Elmer. even be kid ones. Yeah. Right. Oh my like, God. Yeah. So look into ah. it anyway. There you go, Thank guys. You. <laughs> I mean, the podcast could be over right now. There's the value. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no, I really want to hear what you have to say because yeah. you have linked this all back to PCOS, fertility, mm. all the things that we're really interested in. And mm. I think that the listeners are going to love this. So, yeah, let it. Let us know. What is it, Mel? <laughs> all right, yeah, well, I actually learned quite a bit researching for today's app as well. I didn't realise this, especially this first one. So um, it's linked with insulin resistance. So, um Uh, zinc is actually needed to produce insulin. And so they're actually suspecting, like researchers are suspecting that one of the most common causes of insulin resistance in PCOS is actually zinc deficiencies. So if you have insulin resistance, it's definitely something to explore because Mm. it could be what's driving that insulin resistance. So interesting. So interesting. Mm. Um, uh, so difficulty falling pregnant is, mm-hmm. can also be a sign because zinc is just so, so important for the health of our eggs. Um, I mean, zinc is helpful for all of the everything. cells in our body, yeah. <laughs> the production of hormones and everything, but it's just so important for egg development because they've found that if you have a zinc deficiency, um, it's really hard for eggs to devolve and multiply and develop. And mm. then also for embryos to develop once you're pregnant as well. So making sure that you test your zinc prior to um, trying to conceive is a really good call to make. And that's why I'm so excited as well for what you've just told us because Mm. it can be daunting to go to the doctor to ask for another test when they're already quite resistant a lot of the time. So, yay. Thyroid issues. If you have thyroid issues, that can be a zinc problem as well. So zinc is required to convert the thyroid hormone T4 into the thyroid hormone T3. And this is why another little thing where I was like, oh, this is very me because I actually produce plenty of T4. I produce more than enough T4. Mm. However, I've got low T3. So what that means is that my body is struggling to convert T4 into T3 and you need certain nutrients to do that. And zinc is one of them. Yeah. So interesting. Um, I'm really glad that I'm t- I'm on a good dose of it. <laughs> yeah. EMS is another sign. Mm. So um, I didn't realize this either. So studies show that people with PMS are more likely to have a zinc deficiency. And um, there was a study done that treatment with zinc was shown to significantly improve PMS within three months, which is quite fast. Yeah. Um, That's another one that really peaks for me because I just this year I've been having PMS and I just have never been somebody who has PMS. So I'm like, okay. Oh my God, I'm so intrigued to see your results now when you do this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Mental health issues are another sign. So anxiety, depression, insomnia, and irritability. 
And that's because zinc is involved in the synthesis of GABA, which is a Mm. neurotransmitter or also known as a happy hormone um, that's responsible for our sense of calm. So low levels of GABA can lead to anxiety and stress and feelings of fear. So we want to be able to produce plenty of GABA and we need zinc to be able to do that. You definitely touched on it, but hirsutism, hair loss, acne, those mm. typical high androgen mm-hmm. symptoms. Massive, yeah. Um, zinc is so, so good for this because zinc blocks um, excess androgens, but it also inhibits the conversion of testosterone to DHT. Which, which is, is our huge. Str- yeah, it's our strongest androgen. It's usually the one responsible for all of those symptoms. So. Yeah, there's been research done on that as well, um, specific to PCOS, showing that treatment with zinc reduced hair loss and hirsutism within eight weeks, which was amazing. pretty fast once yeah. again. Yeah, we touched on this already before, like wounds that are slow to heal or really frequent illnesses. It's just because zinc is so important in our immune system and it really helps to fight infections. Um, so also if you have any kind of autoimmune condition happening, mm. zinc can really be at play there and that's so common with PCOS to have that crossover. And then inflammation. Yeah. Um, pe- people with zinc deficiency can have high levels of, I actually don't know how to say this, you might know, inflammatory cytokines. Oh, so, so, yeah, so, cytokines. Yeah, that's yeah. how I would say it, but it's yeah, probably okay. it not right. Yeah, starts with C so, yeah. anyone listening, which are the proteins secreted during an inflammatory response. So it's an mm. anti-inflammatory, um, it's an antioxidant, and so it helps to fight the free radicals in our system when we have inflammation. So it's massive. So, so linked with PCOS. Like so it sort linked. of hits every single area of it. I know. I have one more if you don't mind me adding. Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Add. I, just thought yes. it's re- I just think it's relevant <laughs> to what we're talking mm. about. So it can actually help progesterone production as well, which is. Yeah, I actually didn't know this. Please tell me. Yeah, so it's pretty <laughs> cool. So basically zinc helps the pituitary gland release FSH. Oh, wow. Which is massive because obviously FSH encourages ovulation and tells our our ovaries to produce more progesterone. Mm. So it's a really important in our menstrual cycle and ovulation and if you're trying to fall pregnant and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So uh, just another little thing it can help with. That's amazing because FSH is integral to being able to mature and develop a follicle that's going to release an egg at ovulation. And it's the main thing people Mm. with PCOS have have trouble with because it totally. we often produce too much LH, not enough FSH. Enough SH, yeah. So Amazing. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good to know. Hey guys, it's Mel here and today's episode is brought to you by me. <laughs> specifically my PCOS fertility coaching business. Fertility coaching is all about getting you from where you are to where you want to be, which I can imagine might be a baby in arms. And then me walking with you every single step of the way to get there. We'll be looking at what has been preventing you from getting pregnant if you've been trying for a while, or we'll be looking at what hurdles you might have to get over um, when you do start trying to conceive so that they're gone by the time that you get there. Um, We'll be looking at the root causes, your hormonal imbalances, absolutely everything and using my framework for conceiving with PCOS. So if this sounds like something you'd like to chat with me about, let's get in touch. Let's have a session and chat about it. Let's get back into it. 
We also wanted to share with you guys the best um, ways to get zinc into mm. your diet and also yep. the best forms of supplements. Have you got a list there of foods? Yeah, so I've got some mm-hmm. foods here. So um, I'll, I'll reel them out. There's quite a few. So oysters is like the go-to gold standard for getting zinc. <laughs> yeah. So if you need some zinc, go just treat yourself <laughs> to some oysters. Um, and the other ones that are really well known is like grass-fed beef, turkey breast, lamb, so, you know, meat sources. I've mm-hmm. also tried to get a bunch of plant-based sources as well because I think that there's a lot of people that are zinc deficient because, you know, that are mm-hmm. plant-based or mm-hmm. vegetarian, vegan, whatever. So sesame seeds is a great one. Um, beans is a really good one. Pumpkin seeds, peanuts and cashews are really good. Sunflower seeds. Cacao is actually really good. Mm. And then eggs if you eat eggs and almonds and then also chicken and pork if you eat other meats as well. So good. And it's so interesting because, you know, as you know, I was a vegetarian for a really long time and it was actually while I was a vegetarian that <laughs> that I realised or that I, I began having a craving for oysters and I had never that is so crazy. even liked them. Like I had tried oysters because my parents eat oysters all the time and I had tried them before becoming a vegetarian. I hated them. Like mm. they were so gross to me. And then years into being a vegetarian, I started to think about oysters and I was like, I just feel like I would love that if I tried it now, which is that such is a, so a weird, weird thing to think. But isn't and that so wild that your body is like, yeah. I know how I can get yeah. zinc. Isn't how do I tell weird? her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So weird. Um, but so helpful. Thanks, body. And I love oysters now. <laughs> oh, God, I wish uh, I liked oysters. Oh, I'm still yeah. like, can't get my head around oysters. <laughs> Yeah, I think you have to eat them cooked and with other things Blech. first. It's a textural thing for me. <laughs> I know, but, but when they're cooked, their texture changes. I don't know Does if you realise that. Yeah, it's like it becomes like a meat, like it's more cooked. I'll probably hate it more than. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I do I need to like retry them. Oyster Kilpatrys are like the gateway oyster to being able to enjoy all oysters. But you have what to is eat that? bacon. It's got little bits of bacon or ham cut up and like right. crisped up with like a, you know, at its simplest form, like a barbecue sauce, but it can be more complex oh. than just a barbecue sauce. But yeah. <laughs> right. I thought for me, yeah. I thought oysters were like lemons and like yeah, yeah, zesty the, things. Yeah, it can be that. But oysters yeah. cool, Patrick. That's why it's the gateway because it's Got it. Because it's like a really entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like you can barely taste the oyster. It's just like delicious bacon. Yeah. <laughs> and barbecue sauce. <laughs> I love that. That's uh, yeah. so good. Um, okay. So in terms of if you do need further supplementation, certainly talk to your doctor or your health practitioner about what to take and how much to take, but not all zinc supplements are made equal. There mm. are definitely forms of zinc that are more easily absorbed. And so the best ones are zinc picolinate. Um, that's sort of the most, that's considered the best one. Yeah, it's um, like the It's gold really standard. good absorption, but it's also being considered the best one for so long that there's lots of research behind it. Yeah. But then there's also zinc citrate, zinc acetate, and zinc glycerate. Glycerate. Mm. Not sure how to say that one. But, yeah, those are the most absorbable. Yeah, definitely. And I think when it comes to supplementation, if you're going to spend money on supplementing, get the one that you're going to absorb the most. Yeah, It's worth spending that little bit extra and getting one that your body's actually going to absorb or else you're genuinely wasting your time and money. Yep, absolutely. 
So try and look for the ones. And a lot of the zinc supplements now will have like a blend of the different forms of zinc as well. Oh, so okay. you can yep. actually get a few different ones in there. But I just think sometimes the easiest thing is go to your local health food store, mm. talk to them because it's generally a naturopath who works there yep. and they will actually show you kind of the best ones that they sell. So true. Mm. Ah, I hope this was helpful. I think it I think it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've helped myself in researching for the episode. Oh, no. so. It's so good, isn't it? When that happens, you're like, yes. yes. <laughs> no, it's a really good one. And again, it's such a simple thing that you can just add in, mm. you know, and it yep. really is um it's something that I think a lot of people who have particularly been on the pill, if you've got PCOS, like it's very likely that you may not be completely deficient, but you're probably mm. low in Yeah in zinc so it's worth having a look into and you can go do that test i talked about i know (laughs) now it's so easy to do definitely let us know if you guys try this um like if you go to the pharmacy and get one of these tests i want to know about it like 100 Mm percent. please tell us please tell us we'd love to hear what your verdict is (laughs) yeah as usual thanks for listening guys thanks to everybody also who has subscribed or followed us on wherever you listen to podcasts it helps us out immensely and it's Mm. really exciting seeing those numbers grow it makes Yay. us you know feel really validated in what we do and we just appreciate you all so so much so thanks for absolutely listening. and I also <laughs> want to mention I always forget to say this that we do have a Facebook group and I think I've seen a lot of people jumping in recently and it's really cool to see the conversations that are going on there it's a beautiful community and you can kind of be a part of that really openly and there's you know it's it's a very it's a very safe community. So if you're looking for a community to join where you can sort of openly share or search or talk to people, we're in there as well. Um, yep. What is that again, Mel? It's the PCOS. It's called the PCOS Girls Podcast Community. There you go. It's really yep. self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, Have guys. A good week. Bye. Bye.